a huge win in Arizona as the Senate and Maricopa County finally come to an agreement around the audit. It's going to be completed. The only people the feds could find to arrest at their false flag event in D.C. was one of their own. The entire thing was a flop as people realized it was a setup. We also have 14,000 and growing invading foreigners living under a bridge in Del Rio, Texas that's now being called Bidenville. Meanwhile, Nicki Minaj exposes the media mafia as reporters are threatening her family members. Booster shots are having a mutiny at the FDA, preventing the Biden regime from rolling them out as planned. And General Dynamics Corporation has just canceled their vaccine mandate as nearly half of their employees refused to take the shot. In Australia, almost 280 anti-lockdown protesters in Melbourne and Sydney have been arrested after kicking the police's ass. We also have school books grooming children. Quote, we sucked each other's dicks. End quote. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. You don't want to miss this one. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue, with your help, to break the cycle of fake news. Let's dive in. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family, I red pill my friends, and I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up. Stand up. Speak up. NemosNewsNetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. If you like gardening, perhaps canning your own food, maybe you're independent-minded, you might be a little too prepared for Facebook. They are now censoring gardening groups. No joke. This is a sign that they truly want us to be dependent. And what's coming up ahead requires that we all maximize our independence as much as we possibly can, especially around food independence and food security. Now, in Arizona, we have Karen Fan, the Senate president, tweeting out that we have a huge win for Arizona. Maricopa Settlement gives us all the data needed to complete the review of the routers and Splunk log to the most comprehensive election audit in history. We got everything we need, including the routers and more. And by the way, the local Soros sheriff is not happy that the Maricopa County officials have backed down. Meanwhile, can you spot the federal agents that showed up? to the January the 6th detainees rally in Washington, D.C. At least it's supposed to be for January 6th detainees, but really we all knew that it was a trap. And look at all of these guys. 
I mean, they just scream undercover agent, don't they? Uh, and unfortunately for them, no one really showed up except them. In fact, the only person that seemed to have been arrested at all, and he was detained with a gun, was some sort of a cop or undercover law enforcement. Here's what happened. They surrounded him. A bunch of like SWAT team armed police come up to this guy, surround him. They find out he's got a gun. And then they realize, oh, he's actually an undercover agent. They talk to him. They pull something out of his pocket, check it, put it back in. And without disarming him, taking his gun away or handcuffing him, they get him out of there. So he wasn't really arrested, but they couldn't not do something with him, right? What are they going to do? Just let him go back into the crowd after having pulled him over with a gun in D.C.? Probably not. That would clearly give him away. The problem is that when you're looking for it, this kind of thing is pretty easy to spot. So, you know, we, we know from, from this alone that this was primarily an event looking for um, you know, terrorists. I mean, this was this was a, a fishing expedition. This was a setup, or at the very least, it was a whole bunch of hammers looking for some nails, and none of the nails decided to show up. And I think that's kind of funny. But let's check out the video here. Yeah. I'm going to get the crit. What happened? Cruiser 100. We have the individual stop. You guys just give us a little space, alright? Give us a little bit of space. Are you on the cover? Are you part of the event? I'm just here. Where's the web? Help the guys around. It's on the phone. Everything all What's your name? Uh, Mark? No. 935 Yeah. Hmm? What's your name, Jay? Just don't drop it on my head. How about that? Perfect. What do you want to take? What's your name? All right. Give me a diamond this way. Copy. This way. Go straight. Copy. Out of my way, please. Move back, move back, move back, move back. What's your name, sir? What's your name? Right to the path. Back up, back up. Spread them out, spread them out. Back up, back up. Right here, right here. Right there, right there. Now, give me a circle. Right here. Everybody move back for me, please. Stay back, please. Do you have a weapon? Do you have a weapon, sir? Everybody back up for me, please. Back up. Do you want to make a statement? What's your name, sir? Guys, keep backing up for me, please. Thank you. And here's another witness to what happened. The individual who was just arrested, um, I want to be careful in my language um, because I don't know what agency or whatever 
but when they approached him, it was because he supposedly had a firearm, and they said, can I see the credential? And it was basically, he's, and they said, are you undercover? He kind of nodded. Like, <laughs> so the, the individual who was just like detained was uh, essentially somebody from some agency um, who had a firearm who was noticed, um, and then they, uh, you know, detained and extracted him. Um, but presumably the reason that they didn't arrest him or disarm him is because basically he's a cop. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see if we can hear more on that. Sorry, feds. Maybe next time. Of course, Fox News's slightly less obvious fake news cousin, Newsweek, took the opportunity to run a headline saying Trump's waning influence shown in the very small crowd size at the Justice for J6 rally. And they even quote Ted Lieu, a raging Democrat who hates Trump and everyone that supports him. But... I mean, they do bury it down at the very end that Trump was pretty much right about this and predicted it. He even warned people that it was a setup. And he said, quote, if people don't show up, they'll say, oh, it's a lack of spirit. And if they do show up, they'll be harassed. And that's exactly what happened. Trump and many of us warned that the Justice for J6 rally was a setup. They're running out of steam for their January the 6th, you know, coup is essentially what it was. I mean, the, the, it, what, it, what it was was part of the coup. And it was the, the big distraction part that allowed them to, you know, for example, the Republicans not decertify or object to the certification of the election. You know, Pence, for example, being the big one. They could have objected. They could have took a stand. But, oh no, some bad people did some bad things and they had Trump hats on, so apparently we'll just throw our country to communists and China. But that's what happened. And the steam is running out because, you know, even the FBI at this point has admitted there was no insurrection. There was no armed Trump supporters. There basically was no violence except for a very small incident of violence, which was, by the way, instigated by the D.C. police firing ammunition, uh, explosives, uh, tear gas, uh, rubber bullets into crowds of women and children injuring people that were being peaceful. And then, of course, remember Antifa, BLM, and all those unindicted co-conspirators that were there causing most of the violence, causing most of the damage and destruction of property, Trump supporters trying to stop them, Trump supporters trying to get the D.C. police to do their job and arrest them. I mean, it was a, just a big fiasco, and we could go through all of the evidence, and I'm actually planning to do so in a book that I'm coming out with soon and some articles that I'm going to put out to accompany it, because it's a lot of information. It really is. And we've had almost a year now of, of retrospect and of perspective while these patriots largely are being tortured, beaten, uh, starved, and denied due process rights in our nation's capital. So, you know, we need to see justice for J6, but we don't need to see it on the streets of D.C. in the setting of a 
you know, obvious setup. We have to be careful these days because they're looking for everything that they can do to stop us from gathering, to stop us from growing stronger. And rallies, which should be a, you know, uh, an opportunity to peacefully express our voice, have become an opportunity for the enemy to wear a Trump hat and get violent. And that's essentially where we're at in the country. I think everybody can see that, and that's why no one actually showed up to this, even though we all care very deeply about the the detainees that are being tortured, that are being, uh, you know, the political prisoners that are languishing in our nation's capital. And, of course, we care about Trump, and, of course, Trump's influence is not waning, as this Newsweek article says. That's why we need a real independent media, and we can't trust Fox News, and we can't trust Newsweek any more than we can trust CNN, the Clinton News Network. Now in Texas, it's time to update your maps, pull it on out, and right over there, right below Del Rio, Texas, along the border, it's pretty much a bridge to the border there, you need to put Bidensville. Actually, it's underneath the bridge to Texas, because that's where 14,000 people, it was just 4,000 on Wednesday, are now living, bathing, eating, cleaning themselves in the river like some third world country, and spreading disease and sickness and, you know, pretty much everything else that we've come to expect, drug trafficking, human trafficking, um, and all of the, you know, many needy mouths that are pouring into our country from communist hellholes and socialist South American hellholes. These, as President Trump saying, they're not sending their best. We're, we're ending up with a big burden that we cannot carry. And, you know, our economy is already pretty much dead as it is. It's, it's getting to be pretty bad now. And they're doing everything that they can to kill it. President Trump had a good thing going, and they have destroyed it in less than a year didn't take long, of course, because, well, Joe Biden is essentially working for China and destroying America from within. We've opened the gates, not just on the southern border, but to the Taliban in Afghanistan, anywhere in the world where Afghanistan nationals fly into the U.S. They're going to get all sorts of perks and live in our military bases. Wow. I mean, we have, we had at least, energy independence in America. Biden got rid of that, first act in office. I mean, his executive orders are pretty much as corrupt as his family's business dealings. But Bidensville aside, Nicki Minaj is exposing the media mafia. They're playing good cop, bad cop, threatening to dox members of her family. Well, CNN's looking for you, so you better go with us first, or they'll tell everyone where you and your family live. That's basically what they were told by a journalist from The Guardian. I mean, it's insane. And as Nicki Minaj says, threatening my family won't bode well for you. I think we can all feel that way. Meanwhile, the Biden White House seems to be facing a mutiny from the FDA, as they had intended on rolling out the booster shots in three days, but... The FDA overwhelmingly voted to shut that down. This is the first obvious sign of resistance or revolt from within the bureaucracy uh, against this administration. 
and it has possibly something to do with two top officials retiring from the FDA and even then denouncing the boosters in a Lancet paper. So clearly they, they left for a reason. They left because the White House was pressing them to spread this poison to American citizens even more. And they see the results. They see what it's doing. They see that it's killing people. They see how much resistance there is and they see how you know desperate they are to force this stuff on us. And maybe... You know, maybe in their greedy little black hearts at the FDA, they realize that their cash cow is going to be murdered. I don't know why they've suddenly decided to grow a conscience, but or grow a pair, but they did. And we now have a situation where the White House's stated plans of rolling out booster shots starting on the week of September 20th, according to their own documents, are gone. In Australia, 270 anti-lockdown protesters in Melbourne and Sydney have been arrested after violently kicking the police's butts all over the street. They broke through their lines. They smashed through them. I mean, one guy in this video took down four or five cops in 20 seconds by himself uh, after they broke through the line. He just he just went brutal and just grabbed them, slammed them, choke-holded them, punched them, whatever he had to do. I, I, I'm not encouraging this sort of behavior. I'm just commenting on it. But, I mean, he took them down fast. And that is exactly what happens when, you know, hundreds of angry protesters who've been beaten by the police in the system, who've been, you know, uh, people who've been, like, spat on and, and shamed and, and, and ridiculed and, and, and ignored and their voices taken away and their options taken away and, and being pushed into a corner where they're told to, to stay home and starve or take a poison. Of course, what do you expect? I'm not surprised. I mean, the police in Australia have been brutal. The police in Australia, even the military joining in with these lockdowns, have been completely corrupt, completely evil, and you know, I'm sure there are some good ones there somewhere, but um, you know, I'm I'm honestly on the side of the protesters. Kick some ass. On the other hand, obviously, I can't encourage that uh, here. That would be illegal. But I hope the protesters in Australia win, frankly, and I hope all the police quit and realize that the system that they're serving is corrupt. We've seen many examples, and we know that, especially here in America, most of the police are Trump supporters. Most of the police are against these vaccine mandates. Most of the police are for freedom. Uh, that thin blue line is still there separating us from the crazies, and that thin blue line happens to be wearing a MAGA hat for the most part. So, you know, it's a little bit different when you get to the officer levels and up in the military. It's a little bit different when you get to the, the political class, sure. Um, but, uh, you know, what's the, I heard a funny word the other day. Uh, not a word, uh, a funny phrase. What's the root word of office? Uh, officer. It's office. And uh, I thought that was pretty funny. The root word of officer is office because they're politicians in uniforms, really. So moving on from there, um, you know, we, we have uh, children who are being tortured and forced to wear masks and, and to self-harm by breathing in their own toxic germs. I mean, I used to call it a face diaper of oppression, and I, you know, I kind of fell out of the habit of doing that because it's so long-winded, but it is a face diaper, and it is oppressing, but it's a face diaper because you're breathing in your own germs, your own bacteria, your own, 
you know, stale, stagnant, recycled air, your own carbon monoxide. I mean, you're you're not um, you're not that's not healthy. And in fact, we've we've proven that again and again and again with with countless studies and numerous facts showing that masks are not only benign, uh, but they're actually harmful. I mean, if you really dig into it, even the medical establishment it's, admits that they're just really medical talismans. They're there for comfort. They're there to make people feel safer, but they don't actually do anything. And yet, they mandate them. And yet, they force them on people as though they helped. And yet, they flip-flop every couple of you know, weeks, depending on who you're asking and, and what the position is. I mean, Fauci attacked masks, insulted them, ridiculed people for wearing them. Then he said, wear two, then three, and then, or, or I don't know if he said three, but I mean, he was, <laughs> we were just playing with it. And then uh, we had the CDC saying at no time has the CDC uh, said that, you know, uh, wearing masks was intended to, to protect the wearer, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's just all completely ridiculous um i'm not going to show the video of this poor child being tortured you know two-year-old and three-year-old kids like the age of my children being forced all day to wear masks so their parents can go to work because of new york's rules but this is happening all over the country all over the world and it's a good segue into our last topic tonight which is also education based and it's also somewhere where our children are on the front lines of a war that most people are not even paying attention to. Quote, We sucked each other's dicks. End quote. This is from a school book read to young children. One mother read this book filled with sexually explicit material to school board members while complaining about it. This book references a 10-year-old fourth graders engaging in homosexual actions using language like quote his little salamander between my fourth grade fingers rapidly engorging with blood it also used the word fuck 44 times the word shit 41 times just before page 66 according to the mother I am going to play this video and when you watch this I want you to think it's way worse than anything that we're actually seeing not only is Antifa and communism you know very alive in our education system as we've shown lately uh, so are many thousands of pedophiles in our education system with direct access to our children the ideas that go into their brains the education material that goes into their curriculum and in some cases to the children themselves i hope you found this video to be of value if you did please consider liking sharing and subscribing and we'll see you on the next one and before i do show this video and, and close things out i should plug uh, our sponsors because that's how we fund our work and that's how i feed my children even though we are on a censored media budget, even though YouTube has pretty much banned uh, most of our income, even though you know PayPal and bank accounts and everything else have, have shut us down, shut us out, and even though they make documentaries and, and hit piece articles and fake news hit pieces to bash us, we're still here, we're still telling the truth because we are 100% listener funded, and you know they can't take that down, they can't stop that. 
you guys are the battery to the flashlight that is Nemos News. So thank you for your support for our mission to break the fake news. Watch this video and get pissed off. Oh, and I almost did forget. Redpillliving.com has amazing products. Check it out if you want to support our show. We have gourmet coffee, incredible super vitamins, and some other stuff. You can find all of our sponsors at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. See you on the next one. This is my son, Cameron. He attends Leander High School, and um, I'm going to explain to you the book that he received. But Mr. McKay, I pray you're a man of your word. Last week, I asked my children if I could check the books that they've picked up from the school. My son picked up this brand new book from the shelves in class, Lawn Boy. He was under the impression it was about a kid that ends up with a gig mowing the grass at Disneyland. I'd like to share a few quotes with you. This first one, just turn around. On page 19, not that it really matters in fourth grade at a church youth group meeting out in the bushes, I touched Doug Goebel's dick and he touched mine. In fact, there, were, there was even some mouths involved. Next one, page 91. What if I told you I touched another guy's dick? What if I told you I sucked it? I was 10 years old, but it's true. I put Doug Goebel's dick in my mouth. I was in fourth grade. It was no big deal. He sucked mine too. And you know what? It wasn't terrible. Page 174. I don't know if I quoted, if I made a sign for this one. Yeah, I did. Um, he talked about old times at the church, but never mentioned our penises or the fact that he never said 10 words to, to me after our little foray in the bushes. Not a single reference to holding or tugging or sucking dicks. All I could think about while he was chatting me up was his little salamander between my fourth grade fingers rapidly engorging with blood. Page 230, I didn't make a sign for this. Why won't you admit we sucked each other's dicks? We shared a Hershey's bar, then you showed me your dick. The next thing I know, it's in my mouth. We sucked each other's dick, and you're pretending it didn't happen. What sort of diversity are you intending to teach my child with material like this? In addition, I'll share with you the exceptional quality of vocabulary. I stopped counting on page 66 after 44 fucks and 41 shits. The depravity of the content on the shelves in our schools cannot be mitigated with policy EF. At this point, I need you to know that according to policy FFH, hold this one please, local sexual harassment is defined as unwanted sexual advances, sexually motivated verbal, nonverbal conduct or other conduct or communication of a sexual nature when the conduct is so severe, persistent or pervasive that it affects a student's ability to participate in or benefit from an educational program or activity or otherwise adversely affects a student's educational opportunities or creates an intimidating, hostile educational environment. What sort of educational environment do you think the plethora of sexually graphic books selections create for my children or for any child for that matter? Um, I won't go into my fourth grade daughter, but we, we don't, this is not a thing for fourth graders. Who normalizes sex acts between fourth graders? I'll tell you who. Pedophiles. So it's fortuitous that you invited the Leander Police Department to visit tonight so that we can talk about